Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you today. Time now to take a look at the headline that everyone's been talking about the entire week. I don't know about you, but uh, earlier this week, there was a DBS online banking services outage. I mean, how how did you handle that? Was was it very disruptive? I, I wanted to check something and I, I couldn't uh, log in. And then, you know, we've, we've got a, a group chat, naturally, a WhatsApp group chat. And we started, hey, are you able to log into DBS app and everyone got a little bit irritated and apparently this lasted for a few days. So the background is on Tuesday, a lot of DBS and POSB customers not able to access the bank's online services. The disruption lasted for more than 12 hours. I gave up after two hours, to be frank and honest. While the disruption was initially resolved by 2am on Wednesday, the issue reoccurred at around 10am with over 700 outage reports made. You should have seen their Facebook page. Gosh, what the feedback people were giving. As of yesterday, DBS came forward to say that their digital banking services back to normal. Disruption was not due to a cyber attack. That's good news. But what kind of implications are we looking at here? There's a question of trust, especially. And, uh, well, it's got the attention of the Monetary Authority of Singapore as well, right? Well, let's get more details from Jan Ondras, Associate Professor of Information Systems and Associate Dean of Faculty at Essex. Asia Pacific. Good morning, Prof. How are you? Good morning, Elliot. I'm doing fine. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you so much for helping us out with this. Uh, were you personally affected by this outage? Uh, I'm a DBS customer, but I didn't really use the services at that time, so I was fine. Yeah, yeah, it happens, right? But let's talk about this. I mean, it is Singapore's largest bank. It is you know, people have commented that DBS is more than a bank. It's sometimes like a bit of a tech company. Did it shock you that something like that happened for so long? Maybe I was not so surprised that it happened. Yes, the duration is, is a bit disturbing for a service like a bank, considering that we are talking about people's money. Right? Yeah. But computer science is not exact science. So we are playing with a lot of moving parts here. The variables are internal and external, and, and there's so much we can control. So as a so-called IT professional, I'm not surprised when we have disruptions related to IT systems failing. Mm, Okay, well, I mean, uh, as an IT professional, you sort of accept that this is something that's bound to understand. Do you have any idea what went wrong behind the scenes? I mean, they're saying it's not a cyber attack. So as as customers, we should at least be happy that it's not a cyber attack, right? Right, right. Yeah, yes. So because there's so many moving parts, right? So when you upgrade the systems, when you change a little things, there could be some kind of dominoes effect. And those are not predictable always because it could be software, hardware-based, sometimes there's human errors. And the reason maybe why it took so much time to figure out what was happening is because they didn't know really if it was hardware, software, both. It could be combinations of things. And it could be internal, as I said, in the bank or even external with some partners or technology that they access externally. And, and, there were, and obviously those reasons uh, are valid reasons as to why there was a relapse, especially if you don't know what's the exact problem, right? Right. So, so of course, it's in the interest of everyone to make sure that the services uh, come back online as fast mm. as possible. So I don't think they were just playing around and, and waiting for this to be resolved by itself. Yeah. But sometimes what happens is you try to find a quick fix hmm. and these fix are temporary and they don't hold for long. And so in this case, 
there could be multiple reasons, right? One, it could be that they didn't really know what was happening and they were trying different fixes. Another thing is that possibly they were changing something, but then there was another, as I mentioned before, cascading effect. Okay. So it could be that they couldn't control the whole system because it was so unstable at the time. Okay. And so they even mentioned that they had to recruit or work with the third party to solve the problem. So the, it tells us that there was a major issue that DBS was facing. Mm, Send back up immediately. Although I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I, I like to try and look at things from a positive light. Now, this incident you know, of this scale only happened to DBS back in 2010. There was a major systems failure. It took down a lot of consumer and business banking services. So this is like after 10 years later, we have another huge incident. Implications wise, I mean, it's not that bad, right? They've they've still got a very good track record. It's an important point that you raise here. DBS is is, is a very respected bank. They got many awards over the years. So it's not that DBS is a small a new bank on the block. And, and so I, I don't think that it's going to affect them very much. As you said, 10 years in IT world is, is, is a long time. Mm-hmm. Now the, the, the thing that uh, is important, it doesn't happen again soon. Yeah, but there, but there is the issue of, and, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out here, there's also the issue of consumers tend to be a bit impatient in this day and age. I understand that not too long ago, DBS was named by Euromoney as the world's best bank for the fourth year in a row. An incident like that, I mean, how, how big a role does it play in terms of next year's ranking? Oh, this I, I cannot really comment on, sure, on, on sure. this because uh, I'm not in the ranking, but maybe it could have an impact, but who knows. I, I think what is more important here is how DBS will react to this and, and what system they will put in place for to be even more resilient in case there's another outage. Because I think resilience, at least in the financial sector, is, is a very important thing to have. Mm. And, and if DBS can prove that they're able to learn from the mistakes and, and get even better in the future, I don't think it would affect their ranking. Is, is there a learning point, and I'm glad you brought that up, is there a learning point for us as customers? In the sense, and, and I'm trying to put this across delicately, as customers, we should expect things like that to happen because, I mean, these, these cyber bad guys, they, they're very creative. So definitely as, as a customer, I think there's many things you need to be aware of. Sure. First, IT can fail. Second, I think everyone should be multi-banked, which means that you can do all your operations with DBS but still have a bank account on the side from another bank. You need some, some redundancy somehow. The industry, the businesses need redundancy, but I think as, as personal users, we also need to have that just in case something goes wrong with one bank. And, and maybe that's going to be the learning for some who have been heavily dependent on DBS during this crisis. Sure, sure. Like for me personally, I tend to have two accounts. So if I, okay, something is compromised here, I know I have another account and hopefully that gets solved. But MAS has taken a look at this. They put their head up and they said that they can expect the bank to to receive a serious reprimand and a fine for this prolonged tech outage. What are your thoughts on this? And what would be fair punishment in this scenario, in your opinion? It's it's, it's hard to comment on that, but... um I think a fine is, to me, it's not the most important aspect of okay. the story. I okay. think what, what MAS need to make sure of is to work with DBS and, and all their local banks to work on, on making the system, the, the, their infrastructure, even more resilient in the future. Mm. Resilient in the future. So I, I think that 
in this case, the regulator has a, a role to play to ensure that uh, measures are being put in place. But I don't think that the fine will solve the issue. Okay. So if there's a fine, there's a fine. But I don't think that's the main issue here to solve. No, and I appreciate that because it's, at the end of the day, it's all about that perspective that you need to adopt when dealing with this. Uh, speaking of perspective, I mean, anyone would say you've got to avoid or hope you can avoid such an outage. We've already discussed it. It's not possible. Things can happen. Moving forward, though, what would your thoughts be? And, and do you have any comments on how DBS resolved this matter? Do you think they could have done it faster? Do you think they did it the best they can, trying to put out statements on social media? Any any comments? Well, there's different parts to your question. One is if, if they could have done better in yeah. terms of resolving the case faster. And, and I'm sure they have done everything they could because they know how important they are in Singapore. They can really affect the, the economic activities here. Mm. And people, when, when you touch people's money, people get very sensitive. So I, I can imagine that communication is also important. Now, it's, it's quite tough for a bank to communicate about problems because they don't want to have people panic uh, with an announcement. So okay. Okay. you have to, you work on a very thin line here. You try mm-hmm. to resolve the problem as fast as possible so people don't really notice it. Mm-hmm. Now the problem for DBS, that it, it was very noticeable what happened, right? The, the, the duration of the disruption was so long yeah. that maybe that's where communication becomes so important. But what can you really say when you're struggling to fix the problem? Right? Yeah. yeah, you're really stretching that point in time. But well, I suppose the positive takeaway is that uh, they still got a pretty good track record. I've been speaking with Jan Andres, who is Associate Professor of Information Systems and Associate Dean of Faculty at SSEC Asia Pacific. Prof, thank you so much for your time this morning. You take care and stay safe. Yeah, thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.